The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Eileen Kelly, and I'm the host of Going Mental. After struggling with these incredible highs of a booming career and then the unbelievable lows of losing my mental health, I voluntarily admitted myself to a psychiatric hospital. I ended up staying over five months, learning not only how to better manage my symptoms, but also just get my life back on track. So I'm here to say that no matter where you are, you're not alone. On my show, Going Mental, I'm going to be talking to guests about their own mental health journeys, as well as talking to professionals. New episodes every Thursday, and you can find Going Mental on Dear Media anywhere you listen to podcasts. Going Mental all of the time. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to an all-new episode. Yes, I'm so, so sorry. It's been a minute. I know I was on a bit of a break, a bit of a hiatus or a um, sabbatical, if you will. I should have warned you. I'm sorry I didn't. But, you know, I just needed to ghost. I needed to just go MIA, if you will. It's been a bit of a rough summer, if you will. It's been a bit of a rough year, the last six, seven, eight, nine months now, if you will, has been challenging. It's been trying. It's been, you know, it's been hard. But as you all know, we were filming for the last like nine weeks, nine, 10 weeks or whatever. And um, not only is that like obviously very busy time, but it can also be extremely emotionally, mentally taxing. And I just sort of got to this point where I was like, you know what? I need to just take care of myself mentally and emotionally. I just really needed just to take a breather and allow myself some time to just really take care of myself. I was sort of at the end of my rope with a lot of things, if you can imagine. I mean, given everything I've been going through. I mean, it's not linear healing, divorce, everything. It's, it's all of it is, it's not simple. I mean, there's been peaks and valleys and ebbs and flows and good times and bad times. And, you know, you throw in filming a show like Vanderpump Rules into the mix where you're just literally chipping away at the very core of it all. And that will, you know, just make any person want to implode. So, I just needed some time to myself just to unplug and check out of my life in reality. Yeah. So my mom was here and we just got to hang out and, you know, watch some rom-coms and hang out and spend some time together. And then, you know, the rest of the time, I just wanted to just take time for myself and whatever that meant, whether it was just sleeping or self-care, face masks. I don't know. Seeing some friends I haven't seen in a while you know, crying, (laughs) screaming, all of the above, just whatever it was, I just needed that time as we all 
need sometimes and as we should do sometimes we just got to call it call an audible to take care of ourselves a mental health check is something that we all really need sometimes and that's what I was doing so yeah it was um not the most eventful time in my life well maybe a little bit but certainly an eventful time in the world yeah what has been going on in this world I mean, people have been busy. Men have been cheating. <laughs> right? Adam Levine, looking at you. I I know everyone's been talking about this, and I don't want to be the, the last person to talk about it, but I do have some thoughts, as you would imagine. Here's what I'll say. What I want to say first is what we need to remember is that Bahati is pregnant. And if there's one thing a pregnant woman doesn't need is fucking this, okay? (laughs) She does not need this kind of stress in her life. So I feel for her more than anything. And then everyone's talking about whether or not they had some kind of like, you know, arrangement or open marriage or relationship or whatever. And who we may never know. I would imagine that if you're married to a lead singer of a band or something like that, you're probably signing up for some kind of something like that. I would imagine, you know, you, you, you're probably signing up to maybe look the other way <laughs> a few times. I don't know. I would imagine. I'm not saying that she deserves that or anyone wants that or any, but, but I mean, yeah. As cringe as his sex or messages are like the dude's game is so weak yeah I would imagine that he's still gonna pull some chicks but even if they had an arrangement I mean I've talked to some people and I've watched some shows that there are these sort of like open marriages or it's it's open and it's really like a choreographed dance it's not just having single guy or single girl behavior on the side of your marriage. It is like there's communication, there's trust, there's boundaries. It's not just sliding into DMs left and right and hooking up with people on the side behind your person's back. There is an understanding, an understanding. And I don't think it's just like all of a sudden stuff surfacing years or months later. I, I just can't imagine that's it. And I think, you know, if we're going to talk about cheating or that being the, the the case here it's not even about monogamy or whatever it is in a relationship because I think that is a debate for another day because you know who knows I think I think that can be debatable <laughs> but what's difficult when it comes with cheating or you know when it comes to these things like this is that what will happen is that you'll be blindsided by all this because the person that you're with is acting like they that you're the center of their universe, that they have nothing else going on. They're living the, 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 this complete double life almost. And then all of a sudden things come out or you hear whispers or rumors. And all you can think about is where you were when all these events were taking place and all the things that they were saying to you and all the you know, tracks that they were covering up and it makes you feel kind of gross, right? Like I would imagine that, you know, 
she would look at the dates of these messages and be like, oh, well, he was like literally laying in bed next to me while he was sending these things to her and then saying these things to me. Or, I mean, it just, that's the, the kind of like lies and deceit that goes into these actions. It's one thing if you're just being completely honest about it and like, like this is who I am, this is what I'm going to do. But when you're acting like that ain't you and this is what you're doing, that's when it becomes sociopathic shit and that's that can be hard to digest in it all so I don't know that's my opinion on all of this and I feel for body mostly in all this and then people want to talk about well you shouldn't blame the girl for doing the tiktok you know because like Adam Levine is the only one to blame I'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry it takes two to tango and it's not like she didn't know he was married. And I think you being a woman can be empathetic because would you want that to be your husband? Would you be okay with that? So why would you do that? I would not be down to be partaking in some, in that kind of behavior with that person and be like, well, he shouldn't be hitting me up. It's like, well, how would you feel if, if 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 your husband was hitting up a woman? So why are you doing that? Don't don't absolve yourself from any responsibility in all this because you could just say, no, thank you. Call me when you're single. You know? You don't have to participate either. Just because he wants to be a pig about it doesn't mean you gotta allow it. <laughs> I don't know. And then you don't have to go on TikTok for clout. And then also be like, I I don't know. I just, I think it's, I think it's all stinky. I think it's all stinky behavior, in my opinion. I think if she wanted to do the the noble right thing, I think if she got kind of swept up and caught up in it all, she could have sent a private little email or message or something if she was feeling wrong about it all and wanted to do right by, (laughs) by it all. If she wanted to, if she just needed to come clean or I don't know. She could have just hit up his wife. I don't know. Anywho, those, yeah, those are my thoughts and feelings. I don't know. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. But anyways, something I'm really particularly excited about is that I feel like teen comedies are back and I'm not even a teen. So like, why do I care and why am I excited about this? Because I still watch so many of the movies I loved as a teen and so many classics and they're comforting. They're wonderful. All like, you know, whether it's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off or 10 Things I Hate About You or Mean Girls. It's just like Clueless. I mean, these are some of my favorite movies. They just make me feel good. But I watched the movie Do Revenge on Netflix. And it just was such a fun movie to watch. I feel like it's going to be one of those movies that will stand the test of time. The cast was amazing. It's, I can't remember her name. I feel really bad. Girl from Riverdale, girl from Stranger Things, Sarah Michelle Gellar is in it as well. But the cast is all really, really good. And I feel like I'm really, why am I blanking on him? It's Maya Hawk from Stranger Things. It's so good. And the music is so good. And the fashion that they wear is so good. And it re- reminds me 
like plot wise and story wise, it was like Cruel Intentions meets Jawbreaker meets Mean Girls, but not in a way that it's like borrowing and biting and like like doing too much of like all what's already been done, but in a, in a way that feels good. I don't know if that makes sense. I loved it so much. If you haven't watched this movie, watch it immediately. I watched it twice. I freaking love this movie. And I feel like it's been a little bit bleak in, in, in this sort of genre. I feel like, what have we been doing? Why are there not like those kind of movies being made anymore? But I feel like, all right, here we go. We, maybe we're going to get back to that. Maybe we're going to start having some good movies again. I'm obsessed with that movie. And I love it because I just feel like I haven't been watching like anything good. There's been nothing good to watch lately besides House of the Dragon on HBO, which has been so good. I don't know if people, I don't, I've really talked to many people besides, I mean, like Stassi and Bo that I've been watching it, but I'm personally loving it because it's like prequel to Game of Thrones and it's mostly, you know, focusing on House of Targaryen, dragons, obsessed, love it so much. But yeah, anyways, anyone else has good recommendations of things to watch? I would love to know. I mean, obviously there's a lot of things I haven't watched. Don't judge me. I am judging myself because I have not watched Ted Lasso. I know Ted Lasso is like won so many like Emmys. It's supposedly one of the best shows and I want to get into it. But I feel like, you know, when you're like, so like when the hype is so big on a show and you haven't watched it, it's like, it's almost like harder to get into it. That's how I feel about Ted Lasso. So like, I am judging myself for not watching that one, but I will, <laughs> I will. And same with like Severance. I feel like I, like, I haven't been able to watch that because there was so much hype to it. And I'll, I'll, I'll watch that one as well. But let me know recommendations that you have because it's getting into that time of year, that season you know, where the days get shorter and well, I want to say the weather gets cooler, but <laughs> still like 90 degrees. It's going to be 98 degrees this week and I'm not feeling that. I am not driving with the weather here in LA, but I digress. But anyways, yeah. So I want to know some good just watch. So let me know. Anyways, but speaking of fall and um, this time of year. So I recently had lunch with my friend, Chris Medina. He's been on the podcast. He's an incredible psychic medium. And he was talking about fall equinox and this this time of year. And I was talking about all the stuff I've been through recently and just where I'm at in life. And he was talking about how, you know, most people wait till the new year to make resolutions. And he says, I don't like to do that. I like to do that in the fall because this is the time of year where we are sort of shedding ourselves. Similar to like, you know, how the leaves fall. We should be shedding ourselves of things that no longer serve us. If we think about our lives the same way we think about nature, you know, there is growth and harvest and death and rebirth. And I think... That's how I want to view my life, especially, you know, this year. If I think about everything that I've been through and all the growth that has happened in my life and everything I have 
gathered from that and learned and <laughs> take inventory. And then from there, what what has enriched my life, what I want to take into this next chapter, this next year and everything else, burn it, <laughs> shed it. And then only the things that really are going to enrich my life, you know, bring that with me. And I know that sounds like <laughs> kind of ruthless and cutthroat, but sometimes we got to be that way. And it's not negative, but I think it's really important, you know, when you're practicing gratitude and you are taking that kind of stock and inventory of your life, you really have to like look at the things that you've been through and what you've learned because you, everything we've been through, we have to learn through those things. If we're not learning, we're going to keep repeating. And the people who have been there with us and are they people that have brought value to our lives? Are they people that are lifting us up? Are they people that are championing for us? Are they people that are bringing us down? But as I get older, you know, I'm not so worried about having the most friends in my life. I want to have quality or quantity. And, you know, people that want to have the same values as me. And um, I've been through a lot lately and um, had incredible, you know, support and people that were really there for me and a lot of people that weren't. <laughs> I've really kind of learned a lot about who my friends are. Right now at this moment, I am just kind of like really making some, you know, notes and and kind of examining my life. And I want to do some kind of release of the things that I don't want or need in my life now before I get into the holiday season because I always look forward to the holidays. I love the holidays. It's like the best time. But this will be the first, you know, holiday season without, you know, spending it with Tom in like, you know, 12 years. And I'm feeling my feels about that. But I'm trying to be, you know, optimistic and I want to get my head right and my spirit right about it. And so I think this is something I have to do in order to like be in the best place and the best headspace for that. So I encourage everyone to do this. I think this is kind of like a good practice and a good, you know, habit to get into. Call it a fall release, right? Fall release. And then you can go into your hibernation mode and have all the little fruits of our spirits, <laughs> whatever we want to call it, just to enrich us and hibernate a little bit. And then when we emerge into the new year, we are already on our way into the best versions of ourselves, right? We're going to merge into the new year, the already being the best versions of ourselves. That's what I want to do. So that's where I'm at in life, right? So let me know what you think about that because I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of into it. I'm already into it. You know, something else that's been happening that has been just captivating and has like just I'm verklempt when I when I see videos and I, it brings just tears to my eyes and I'm I'm overwhelmed and so many different ways in Iran. I'm sure many people have heard about this, about a 22-year-old 
woman by the name of Masa Amini who was taken into custody and beaten and then, you know, into a coma and then ultimately died because she, her, she was wearing a hijab and her hair was being shown too much. And it is, you know, it's caused complete tidal wave throughout country. The women are protesting and cutting their hair and burning their jobs. And it is like, it, it's really just women are outraged every I mean not just women but men even are just outraged over this you know what feels very senseless I know I know that there's it's culturally completely different than what we are used to here and so everyone's trying to understand what this means to to them and their to, to culture and 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 why this would happen why the morality police would do something like this. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's incredibly heartbreaking and so, you know, sad. If you haven't been paying attention, I strongly urge you to clue in to what's going on because it's just, it's just always serves as a big reminder that, you know, whatever problems we're facing here, whatever is going on, I mean, we are, you know, this world is just so much bigger than we, you know, we we just forget how big this world is and how many people are in it and how, you know, collectively we all could just use, <laughs> use each other, I think. And so, oh, to the women in Iran, you are so brave. I wish I had more words. I'm, I'm just still honestly speechless. It's just, it's, I like just as as more videos pop up and you know I mean I I just yeah I'm I'm over here just mumbling because I just don't even have like the words I'm I'm trying to find the words as I'm speaking but I'm just heartbroken truly well I didn't mean to just totally bring it down I just I'm again I'm yeah hopefully we can all open up our eyes but Anyways, again, thank you so much for <laughs> listening. And I'm, again, sorry for the, the the hiatus and for ghosting on you for a couple weeks. But I'm, I'm back and <laughs> back to our regularly scheduled programming. And yeah, I feel good. I needed, I needed a little bit of a breather. And I'll have some new guests coming up i'm really excited about and and yeah until next time per usual be kind to each other and especially be kind to yourselves i love you so much have a great great weekend yes i love you Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. <laughs>